0: Usually do it where you're like and
1: three, and he's recording it. <laughs>
0: two. I already I already did the count.
2: So
1: well, Paul,
0: I was stop. interrupting you. So can you do the countdown again? Of course. In three, two, one. Hey everybody! Welcome to the Bag and Boardcast, episode number two hundred and forty-one.
1: I'm Chris. I'm John. And I'm Paul. We're Happy holidays, Paul. Three ways. No, don't fucking cut me off. Well, you cut off Paul when he was doing the count.
0: Well, because we always cut
1: Paul off. But Paul always forgets that he's Happy Holidays Paul <laughs> on am. the Christmas special. I am! Ha- Happy Holidays Paul. Sorry. And we're a podcast that comes to you in three ways. The first being The Weekend Geek, bringing you the top geek stories of the past week. Then we go into the list, the books that we are looking forward to coming out December 24th, 2014.
0: And then we follow that up with our weekly rotating main topic. And if you've been paying attention to the show over the past couple of weeks, you would already know what it is. And this is our annual Christmas special.
1: It is.
2: Though we just did a read-through. It's somewhat Christmassy. I, you know, maybe we could
1: have added some more Christmas, Christmas in there. Yeah. Uh, we trim a tree in that, motherfucker.
2: Oh, that's true. We don't sing any songs, though. No songs this year. But there is
1: drinking. Always oh. drinking. Uh, much like this... Hold on, I'm gonna sneeze. I don't want to. Oh, I'm good. Bless, bless you, bless you. Are you done? You. Are you ready to listen to what beer we're drinking? I'm sorry. Christmas oh. bless you. Christmas oh. bless you. <laughs> Why is that funny, Paul?
0: <laughs> okay, I don't know. Paul's weird.
1: Hey, Paul is weird. We are uh, Chris. Okay, I'm ready now. You, Chris, you ready? I got them all out. Paul and I are enjoying a white ale brewed with spices from Oligosh. Is is this a white Christmas ale? Uh, no, it's just a white beer. I'm just a white Belgian. It, like,
0: be like, oh, he was that,
1: too cleverly playing Paul the joke. "Why are we friends with Paul" clip. Yeah, yeah, Uh But this is just a simple white. It's it's good. Nothing to it. It says a white with spices. I don't really get those spices. I get the spices on the back end. I like the little bit of,
2: uh, just a hint of a punch of, like, uh, a sweetness. Not, well, a tang. A tang, not a sweetness. And I enjoy whites, I think, more than you.
1: Uh, yeah. Like,
2: if I see This is the Pilsner
1: of, of Belgian beers. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the little brother of Belgians. It's, it's yeah. you know, you pick it up when you want to just just kind of sip on something without the overly uh super you know punch you in the face flavor or you know just a bad belgian <laughs> but you know you know what you're getting into though here when you're buying a white where it's that more subdued belgian flavor maybe a little bit of hint of citrus maybe a little tang on it uh that you might get not, not get on a
1: regular belgian if you haven't tried belgians and you want to get into belgians this is a good starting beer but if you are a beer drinker, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even bother with it. Uh, Chris, do you have something that people should bother with?
0: Um, I have something that's maybe worth checking out, if you can get it how it should be drank, I guess. Um, Because what I have here is actually a Belgian-style ale, and this is from Bell's Brewery. This is Mercury, the winged messenger, and this is the next in their planets line. Something really cool that bells is doing that i didn't know about until lexi and i actually went to their brewery is they have a planet series of beer so is their first or last this is actually i think the third that they've done mercury Uh, hold on i'm I'm sorry i'm confused because mercury is the first planet away from the sun well this is based off of um the seven part series inspired by gustav holst's music composition the planets Ah, thank you you're welcome it says that on the back of the bottle Um, But while we were actually at the brewery, we had the Mars one, and we had another one, too. Okay, maybe just the Mars. I thought we had a second one somewhere. Um, And I was impressed by the Mars one, and I thought, wow, this is like a really cool idea, like, you know, one beer for each planet. And when I saw Mercury at the store, I was like, awesome, like, that'd be something great to try, something to have on the show. Belgian-style ale. I like Belgians. Why not? Um, After I got it home and I was looking at the six-pack, I saw that it said, like, for, like, best taste, please keep refrigerated. And they just had this out on the floor, like, stacked in cases. Don't you hate when they do that? Yeah, so I was like, oh, this probably isn't going to be the best. So as soon as I got it home, like, I put it right in the refrigerator. And... When you take a sip, it definitely tastes like a Belgian, but you get a little bit of that skunky, mm. like, Labat, like, poor man's beer kind of taste off of it. And Lexi just took a taste as I was saying that. Hey, by the I'm way, like,
1: Lexi's I'm on like, the show, guys. Friend, friend of the it, show, Lexi.
3: It kind of has more of, like, that peppery Saison taste to it in the back. It's more of a pepper rather than a, what you think the Labat taste is.
0: I don't know. It's just like a belgiany pale yeah oh, i no.
3: don't mind it i wouldn't say it's it's stellar but i don't i don't <laughs> think planets oh, i know <laughs> yeah i didn't do that but then again i'm a big belgian fan so i may have a different biased opinion than chris on this one see <laughs> I, I was
2: going, going to go with so it's not out of this world mm. no it's,
3: it's not out of this world i wouldn't say but i i don't mind it like if i was offered it again i would probably drink
0: it. it's it's not bad so it shot it's for the moon I and landed among and I the would stars. I'd rather have this like on tap at the brewery, I think, oh, yeah. or like how it should be
1: served, sort of, like or bought from the brewery where it's been kept cold and you yeah. take it back and keep. Yeah, it um,
0: it, it's not bad. I forget what
1: I spent for like a six pack of this.
0: I don't think it was worth it, especially it in this in this state in this state exactly. Mm-hmm. But it's not bad. I don't want to be like negative about it, but. <laughs> There's something to it that I don't think they intended. Paul, can you segue that to news? Mm, Something that uh, I'll say it again. I think there's something here that they just did not intend.
2: Okay. Well, I'm not sure what you're actually going for, but you know what? They are
0: switching. (laughs) (laughs) But I will go with. I was gonna say, Paul. The easiest thing would just be like talk about Sony a little bit more.
2: Oh, okay. Well, you know, was there any more news about that hack? Like, that came out that's nerd-related, though. Like, we talked about the Spider-Man news last last week. Um, I was going to go into, you know, they didn't really intend for a new time slot for Constantine, but we're getting one anyways. Oh, really? Yep. It's going to be uh, Friday nights in January at with an earlier time slot.
0: So yeah, Well, that's the same night, though, right? Yes, yeah, same night.
2: Same night, but it's going to be on a little bit earlier, starting at 8 p.m., from its previous 10 p.m. so instead of being after Grimm it is now before
0: Grimm so this is now the lead in for Grimm
2: yes uh last Friday's Constantine mini uh, mid-season finale received a 25% ratings boost from the previous week so you know maybe it's doing a little bit better, better than for, they expected from what
1: I've been following every week it's been it grows and it's been growing mm-hmm. um, which I'm I'm happy to see if we might be able to find if not another season on nbc easily find a new home for this show on another station or one of those crazy new characters like how yahoo picked up uh community or netflix keeps picking up these mm-hmm. shows that people want to watch to at least give them a finale to them yeah so hopefully yeah, I... sorry go ahead no go ahead chris no, what? you, were, you were well, All I say was, like, that was that hopefully, special. hopefully we'll find a home for them. Right, but with it moving
2: to a before nine p.m. time slot, are you afraid that they're going to tone down some of the I think stuff it's, that's it's going on? It's Friday night. I think it's the time for
1: family. I no, really they used should be the
2: prime time for family te- television, though. Was yeah, but night. you
1: would be going T-G-I-L. if you're watching nine o'clock, uh, werewolves and monsters getting axed and okay. whatnot. The lead into that, why not make it that? Obviously, you know, they are they were gaining momentum in that 10 o'clock slot, maybe moving to 8 o'clock. I don't see what more, you know, I don't think the shows have been super racy. There's been a little bit of blood. Uh, it's been interesting in the last couple episodes, You sh- they showed John Constantine smoking. Um, maybe they might cut that out, they might not, but I don't think anything's been too hardcore or crazy in that show. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, like I I really enjoyed this show. I haven't watched the last like two episodes, I think, now. Um, I definitely want to continue on with it. And I think it's great that this show is doing really well. And I think it's kind of interesting that they put it before Grimm. Because having Grimm as the lead into this made sense when I heard it. I was like, yeah, you know what? They're definitely a little bit more like on the supernatural side. I feel like Grimm's a little bit more... Like family friendly hmm. than Constantine is. Constantine's definitely a little bit darker. But if people are enjoying it and it's getting like better ratings with each episode, have that as the lead in for Grimm, which I think is on its third season now.
1: Mm-hmm. Third or fourth Might
0: Get yeah. more people to uh, check Grimm out.
2: Usually the lead in does worse than the follow up. Usually people are more, from what I understand, more inclined to just stay on the same channel when there's a show they tune in that they actually want to watch so usually that follow up gets a little bit of a boost where a lead in you know you kind of want to be stronger for uh, you won't get that bump people won't turn but, tune in early for a television show but they're more likely to just to stay on when there's like when it's well it's between something that I'm not sure about and this I might as well just stay on this channel that's how lazy we sense. are we won't hit a button
0: no, but Paul, I also kind of wanted to say before when you were talking about like Friday night TV, mm-hmm. like TJF was like 20 years ago. We've come a long way from family sitting around the TV on Friday night to watch, yeah, Steve Urkel and like I don't perfect even, strangers. Right? Do they, like, they don't th- even those do days a are TGIF. Kind of gone now. No.
1: They don't even do that anymore. A TGIF oh, yeah. or anything.
0: And I mean, re- if you remember, like sitting around, like watching SNICK, that started at like nine o'clock. I don't think we're getting anything. Too much worse on, like, Constantine or Grimm than we would be getting on an episode of, like, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Or even, like, something from Adult Swim. Because that, like, I think started off at, like, 10 o'clock.
1: Or, uh, like, The Simpsons led into X-Files on Sundays. Yeah. But 9 o'clock is the cutoff for that. It's, like, 9 o'clock is
2: when they start doing the more... Yeah, adult but if you... If, 8 o'clock is before... You know,
1: that's all I'm saying uh, yeah, 9 o'clock Sunday, is cut. Sundays on Fox, like, you used to have King of the Hill, The Simpsons, Family Guy, you know, American Dad. they have that huge block of more adult cartoons, right? That start you know, at 8. That start... It's not, they used to start, like, at 7. Like, King of the Hill used to be at, like, 7, 7.30 on Sundays. So, I never was a
0: King of the Hill fan, so...
1: I'm just saying, but it's... But even King I, I, of the Hill is a more adult... Like, I thought adult, that was on, like, after... No, they they put it before. So, I mean, who knows? Oh, that was er,
0: That's all I know about King of the Hill. <laughs> <laughs> er, uh,
1: my dad enjoys to point out that when Randy wears shorts, he looks like Bobby Hill. <laughs> 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 Sorry, it's listeners, wonderful. that's a joke just, just to make Chris laugh, but it's true. Um, but it did. But, yeah, I, I'm glad to see that they're maybe trying to help give Constantine uh, a little more life being lead-in, being the follow-up, I mean, who knows how things are going to play out
2: for this. Usually when a television does well, you try not to move it or change it a lot.
1: And then moving it might hurt. I'm, that's all I'm saying. No, it might hurt. It might hurt, It definitely. And I think that a lot of shows have suffered to the moving the time slot. Some have helped. Well, I,
0: I, th- I think moving it up in front of the show that was originally the lead-in for it isn't going to be the same as, like, Hey, let's move this to Monday night yeah. at eight o'clock from um, where it was at fr- Friday at ten, like, or Wednesday at eleven o'clock or ten o'clock. Any you yeah, know any crazy like, thing they could do? I think keeping this the same night but showing it earlier is just going to strengthen those numbers, if anything.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, were you going with the unintentional release? Uh, the Sony news about the interview not being released, but now is going to be released in some fashion. Is that where you wanted to go?
0: Sorry, you cut
2: out. Uh, uh, what was that? The the movie, The Interview, starring uh, Seth Rogen and James Franco. Was that where you wanted to segue into with the news? With The weekend Geek?
0: Yes, with because that's probably the, the biggest news of the past week. Like, all it, things considered. It not being released and
2: now they're looking to release it.
0: Well, I haven't heard anything about them actually releasing it. The last thing I saw was um, Hacker Group Anonymous saying, like, hey, we're going to put this out no matter what. Which just kind of made me think, like, oh, my God, we're going to have dueling hacker groups. Like, this could be be awesome in, like, a a 90s cyber thriller. uh,
1: Like a sequel to the 90s movie Hackers. Ooh, are they on skateboards? Maybe. And is one of them negative burn? Is one of them Angelina Jolie?
2: Maybe. And is there a pool up on the roof? Could happen. Uh, David Bo- uh, Boys, uh from Sony, a lawyer for Sony, uh, was on Sunday's Meet the Press. Uh, Sony only delayed this, Boyes said. Sony has been fighting to get this picture distributed. It will be distributed How it's going to be distributed, I don't think anybody quite knows yet, but it's going to be distributed. So this morning on Meet the Press, a little-known CBS show uh, watched by
1: me... I hear they're going to change the time slot.
2: Uh, Yes. No, (laughs) they will never change that slot. It was originally originally going to be released on Christmas. Now uh, we're not sure how it's going to be released and distributed. There was some rumors that maybe... It was going to be put on the Sony, uh, partly owned Crackle, video service, and let it be there, and let it get uh, people buy it there to watch you but at
1: home. Why don't we explain what you know? What also happened? Why it's not being shown if, on Christmas?
0: I feel like if you if you've paid attention right. to anything, you've seen what's happened with the interview and how it was pulled.
2: Yeah. What's crazier, I think, is that movie studio or movie theaters were like, "Well, screw you, North Korea. We're going to show." Team America, World Police. <laughs> instead, where there's puppete- puppets that kill kill Kim Jong Il, the great father of North Korea. Screw you! And then Universal's like, I never no, liked that movie. No, no, you won't. No, I'm saying. No. Okay, well, I've never seen it, but then Universal's like, No, you can't show that.
1: You can't show that. You no. I don't understand like this. Like this, all of a sudden, like kind of bowing down to like. Idle, like, oh, not idle threats, but just threats in general. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, when they pulled that movie, I would have said, like, let's just distribute it, like, free. Put it on yeah, iTunes. Just
0: go digital with it.
1: Put it on iTunes. Put it on Google Plus as a free movie. Free. For everyone to watch. Yeah, why not? Because they yeah. would want to recuperate some
0: of the cost. But here's the thing, Paul, you cannot pay for better advertising than the interview is getting right now.
2: Yeah, so why yeah. wouldn't you make it a to- Four ninety nine download. You put
0: that on something, and you charge advertisers to like advertise, like Hulu, in front does, of it. Or, I, I've never watched anything on Crackle where you have like the advertisements pop up in the middle of it.
2: Okay, so like not free download like on iTunes, where it would be commercial free. You're saying have commercial breaks cut into the
0: movie and do it that way.
1: Yeah, so like ha- okay. have that. Okay,
0: something at least, like mm-hmm. because you know what, like. Sony's going to get the money from it. They'll get money if Netflix or iTunes or Crackle or Yahoo movies, anyone picks this up, they're going to have to pay Sony to show it anyways. Mm-hmm. So they'll... something would be coming into Sony's pocket, and people will still get this movie, which you can probably find anyways. I was going to ask John if his movie guy could probably get a copy of this at some point. He probably, he probably could. I do not asked him. definitely it's something I wanted to see before, was, Probably not something I would have paid for to see in the theater, but you know what? If I can watch it like somehow, like I'll definitely check it
1: out. My dad and I were planning on seeing it on Christmas because we had like some time in the afternoon where we had nothing to do. And, and it he, reinforces the seeing bad movies on Christmas. Yeah, that's what we do every, every year. That's what the weatherwaxes do every year. And for some reason, my dad has been laughing hysterically. Every time we watch a movie... We go to the theaters and at preview shows, he'll elbow me and be like, "Watch Franco, watch Franco." That guy just delivers. He delivers every time, you know. Like he's like he's having so much fun. That guy is so out there. He's so weird. So yeah, like we were planning on seeing it. Now we're like, I don't know what what else is coming out. Right? I'm Into the food. Woods. Uh, he doesn't want to see that. Well, it's <laughs> well. like that's for. The movies for housewives and Sorry Darius, not
0: Expendables. <laughs>
1: hey, <laughs> you
0: your know, dad has seen every Expendables movie in the theaters. Just saying.
1: No. We saw... Yes. The first, <laughs> we saw the first one. Yeah, you've seen them. We saw the first one, and then we watched the second one when it came up on iTunes. Which, the second uh, one, I really liked because it was so bad. It just made no sense. Uh, anywho, t- how about talking about a good movie? Oh, uh, I you don't do have that. any
2: more movie news. I uh, have
1: video game news. How about uh, Blade Runner? Okay, the so, Ridley the Ridley Scott, Scott movie. movie. Uh, left kind of unanswered at the end if Deckard is a replicant or not. Kind of purposely, but
2: in kind the direct, of purposely. Director's cut, you kind of get are more hell.
1: Yeah. You know, led to the idea that he, he is, is, is definitely a He's replicant. definitely a replicant, and Ridley Scott his finally come out to say that he is a replicant. Oh yeah, Um, He's been getting this question for almost 30 years. Mm -hmm. Finally comes out to say, no, he is. We're going into... He's going into make Blade Runner 2? Really? Yeah.
0: I I feel like it's not a question that he needs to answer, because if
1: you've watched
0: the movie... Not even, like, the director's cut. Just, like, watching it. Like, you can see it.
2: Yeah, because he makes the... uh, Unicorn, Um, James, uh, something almost.
0: Yeah, he makes the Edward James almost. He makes the Edward James almost makes a
2: unicorn out of the matchsticks. Yeah, or origami unicorn to show you that he knows what Deckard's streaming. Therefore,
1: but they don't. The director's cut is where that dream sequence is in. Oh, okay. And then with the one, uh, you know, voiceover
2: where in the director's cut he talks about hey, you know, we none of us know how much time we have, therefore, you know. And it's definitely like Deckard is even saying, he, you know, what makes it any different that he knows or... Right. But I thought,
1: I, I found it strange that he felt that he needed to answer that, mm-hmm. but that he, we do definitely have the answer to the director's film, that he is a replicant. Interesting. Yeah. Even though it It's not
0: news. Yeah, and and I'm not attacking you, John, for bringing this up. I just feel like it's strange that this is something that he needed to address.
2: Yeah, I thought everybody kind of agreed that. Oh yeah. Well, after seeing the director, like this is an
0: inception, like. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Uh yeah, and that's like. Is it a dream? Is it a dream? Um, that's what electric sheep.
2: Oh, nicely done.
1: I tried to bring it back.
0: Thank you. Just for you, Paul.
1: Mm-hmm. Just for you.
2: Uh, I don't have news. I have a rumor. Ooh, this is a about rumor? Steam games. No, well, no. Uh, that's always true. That Steam sales start on, like December eighteenth and go until January second, and Steam sales are awesome. Uh, no, this is another way to buy video games online. Uh, Blizzard is considering game uh, gold for game time. <laughs> So, you know... You, I heard this. Yeah, so you could trade in that extra gold that you've mined with your character inside a World of Warcraft and trade it in for more ga- game time in the real world.
0: Uh, Do this, we think this is their answer for, like... Free-to-play? Free-to-play, but not free-to-play because you're still going to be playing to pay your game time?
2: Yeah, but that's free-to-play at that point.
0: Like, like And this is all make talk, like, they haven't talked have. about how much gold it would be, mm-hmm. but if you're one of those wow players that you don't do anything else but play wow and you have just like amassed so much gold they, i feel like at this time like you're probably owed like a couple free months like if you've been playing for like the whole 10 years of it
2: they have uh well before there used to be every expansion used to have these great um or some built-in gold sinks where it would just like no you want the new super cool flying mount that's a, like 20% faster? I do! You do. You, you need to sink uh, 500 gold into it. That's or, a lot of gold! Or 1,000 gold into it. You know, you need to do this and this. And there was gold sinks built into the game where, you know, you would reach a certain level and you would have to... So you like, could wash your it. hands in gold in the sinks? Well, you, they,
0: they still do have that, though. Yeah. It's called the auction house, oh. where people will buy the real money... Like mounts or pets mm-hmm. on like blizzard, like, you might have to pay twenty five bucks for a mount, but then you can turn around and sell that mount in game for like nine thousand gold, and people will do that because, well, hey, I have all this gold, I don't want to spend the twenty five bucks, yeah, let me buy it, but I've been playing this game for five years, and I have all this gold, so I've spent fifteen bucks a month. Mm-hmm. I have that gold, you know. Video
2: games are a great way for people to make money. And this is a way that Blizzard can, you know, maybe they're not going to make the money, but at least they'll keep that game economy alive. Because, uh, sometimes we can see in real life game economies become crazy. Crazy. Like, uh, Marcus Notch Persons, uh, the creator of Minecraft. Hear what happened with him today, uh, this
0: week? Um, I saw him. Like, outbidding Beyoncé and, and Jay-Z. Jay-Z for like some sort of Malibu penthouse or something.
2: Yeah, for a $70 hear they have, million dollar mansion. I hear that, that, includes mansion, a candy room. Th-
1: that mansion has gold sinks.
2: It, it might. It includes a candy room. That's what I know about it. Has mm. an in infinity. Do they have a bucket of truth? Oh, probably not. It's a 23,000 square foot residence. A car showroom, vodka and tequila bars, a 54-foot curved glass door that opens into a pool, eight bedrooms, 15 baths, apartment-sized closets, and a movie theater. Wow. And three high-definition 90-inch television screens uh, that is included, and uh, $5,600 toilets in each bathroom. Gold and a, sinks. And the case of Don Carry that uh, were all included in the deal, so wow. I guess it was a buy as is kind of settlement right there. Mm. You know, you got to take it as is. Take it as is. Here's the thing, Minecraft,
0: absolutely huge. than still, Beyonce and Jay-Z, it, though? it came out like it came out like three years ago, and this game is still making money. Like he yeah. doesn't have to do anything else. But he also sold it to Microsoft, so
2: he doesn't need to do anything else because he sold it. He's done.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I know he's still in like that indie game yeah, he, like mentality where he's probably working on something else, but man. No, he can just like, swim in that pool. Cool.
2: He can what? invite Jay-Z and Beyonce over to be like, hey, I know you wanted to live here. You can kind of rent it out. I'm going to be in this back computer lab just doing computer stuff. You know, like that—that's what he's gonna be like.
0: He could have bought so many fedoras for that, though.
2: Does he wear fedoras? I don't know.
0: Yes, he's one of those guys.
2: Oh. He made two point five billion dollars on the Microsoft buy-up. Billion with a B
0: for basically making a Lego video game.
2: Yeah. But he made it better than a Lego video games. Well, he made it different than a Lego
0: video games. Yeah. Because Lego video games are all about the story, not just building. Mm. And yes. They're, they're they, no, they could, Legos are they known could for their narratives. Minecraft money. Way to go, Lego. You could have been outbidding jay
1: mm-hmm. out am Out of
0: apartments. Out of news. And,
1: uh, uh, well, we have some news from... Oh, man. My thing went... I lost
0: my shit! Hey, Um, Broadchurch is on Netflix now, so watch uh, that. Boom Studios celebrating their 10th anniversary this year. Hey. So, hey, thanks, Boom, for... We're almost as old as Boom Studios. Way to go.
1: Wow. And I just started reading their books in the last, like, six years. (laughs) We've read other stuff, though. I know. Uh, Yeah, congratulations, Boom. Ten years. John, you have your
0: thing going?
2: Yep. It's getting there. If you were a kid, you'd be in middle school, or... Entering fifth grade or fourth grade. I don't actually know how old. John, you got to
0: get to it soon. Yeah, because
1: we're, I'm horrible at vamping. Uh, so showrunner of the Netflix Daredevil series uh, has come out to say a couple different things about the upcoming Daredevil series.
0: It uh, just wrapped principal photography, so yeah. this is exciting. What
1: is it? Um, this is going to be the complete opposite of the 2003 Daredevil series. Enjoyable and something that my myself and my wife love? Uh, maybe. <laughs> um, it's going to be a lot more grittier. It's going to be a crime drama first and a superhero show second. Mm. Uh, they also have come out to say that, yes, he's got the black costume in the beginning of the show, but you will see him find his way to that red suit by the end of it. Um, but they kind of want to hit that 70s kind of crime yeah. Um, drama like The French Connection, Taxi Driver, Dirty Streets, crime in the streets, and this guy trying to clean it up.
0: Hmm. Um, So not the like 2006 movie Taxi, starring Queen Latifah. No, Jimmy Fallon's favorite Jimmy Fallon. No, they're going
1: completely different. They're going completely different. You
0: heard it here first. Daredevil will not be the Jimmy Fallon movie Taxi. Everybody,
2: (laughs) Jimmy Fallon. Could you say vehicle?
0: Paul. Taxi? Oh, God damn it. They hate you right now. Paul, have you seen the movie Taxi? No. Why not? You love Jimmy Fallon.
2: Because it's not on Netflix. Oh, okay. If I can't get it for free, I'm not going to watch
1: it. I know, but I'm, you're paying for Netflix to, I know, to watch it. I know. Watch really other things. Looking that i looking
0: forward to once these start up. Um, Daredevil should be premiering sometime within the next year because it's launching in 2015. With how Agents of Shield has been like ramped up. Man, I I can't wait to see what else Marvel has in their pocket for like the streaming TV. Like mm-hmm. Agents of Shield, super good right now. I I hate the fact that it's going on like that winter hiatus because man, like you're gonna yeah, get
2: Agent Carter. We're gonna get Agent I, Carter
0: to fill hopefully to fill that void. I know, but like, and you're gonna be watching I, Galavant Shield in like a week now. I need I need a new I need a new one. Agent Carter is probably gonna be really good. and mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that, but. Man. Man. Daredevil, guys.
2: You know Daredevil. Know. You know what I'm looking forward to, though?
1: Books that are coming out this week. When, John? Uh, December 24th. Ooh, day before Christmas. 2014. Yeah. This uh, year. This year. Chris, totally this year. year.
2: Chris, you sound super excited, so go ahead and what's your
1: book that you're looking
0: forward to? Are you going to take this away and throw it over to John?
2: No, I was going to throw it over
0: to Lexi. She doesn't read comic books, even though I've told her to.
2: Okay, then you go
0: ahead and pick. Wait, what books have I told you to read?
1: Um, you didn't.
3: <clears throat> I didn't. I know. I can picture the covers.
1: <laughs> but not the title on those covers.
3: I'm not terrible, but I remember what they look
0: like. What do they look like? Let, wait, let's play. What do they look like? And have Paul try to guess.
2: Okay, good. I'm ready. Don't ex- don't describe colors.
3: There was like a lion on the face of one of them.
2: Okay, was. I think.
3: And then it was okay. like. But it was like in a different country or something. Okay,
2: that's uh, Pride of Baghdad by Brian K. Vaughn.
3: Yes, that was one.
2: Boom. Wow. Next Boom. one. I'm great at $5,000 $5, Pyramid. Go. Next one. Come on. Time <laughs> is on this the clock. Is actually a fun
0: <laughs> game. <laughs>
2: oh, a failed actor from the 90s sitcoms. It's getting impatient with a, us. That was
3: the one that I could think of off the top of my head, but I remember, and that's exactly right, because I already told me that
0: I had to read that. They're all around the corner, too, by the way. <laughs> okay.
3: It was
2: a fun game, but Chris, what are yes. you looking forward to?
0: I'm, I'm um, really I'm glad you got that, Paul. Oh. The end of the Green Lantern God's Head crossover, uh, because I'm going to be picking Green Lantern Annual number 3, the finale of the Godhead crossover between the Green Lantern family of books which just announced will all be ending except for Green Lantern within uh, the next couple months. Um, This week sees the release of, like, four issues of it, because, like, Sinestro, uh, Red Lanterns, Green Lantern Annual, and something else all come out to wrap up this crossover. Is that due to
2: Charles Soleil no longer working over at DC, that he's going over to Marvel exclusively? No, this actually has to do with the fact
0: that... DC's Convergence like, event is going to be happening for two months. And then afterwards, we're going to be getting a soft relaunch of DC Comics. And after Convergence, we're going to have just one Green Lantern book. Hmm. So we'll be seeing a streamlining of their line. Oh, thank goodness. Not a complete relaunch, but uh You said but away, you weren't reading it. I know. Well, that
2: means there's less than I'm not reading. That's why. But what will you be reading this week, Paul? Uh, I'm actually going to throw you guys a curveball, something that you guys have loved in the past. And something I was kind of, meh, and haven't wanted to pick up. But uh, it's a tie-in to Things You Love. It is a tie-in Things I Love. Uh, it deals with uh, red or orange-haired girls in uh, straight stockings, which, you know, how can you say no? Uh, it's Red Hood and the Outlaws, annual number two, the Christmas special. <laughs> it, uh, the cover alone is uh, Red Hood in a Santo out- outfit, and then uh, uh, Starfire... And uh, Arsenal uh, dressed as elves, and uh, you know it looks like a very happy holiday kind of issue. And you know me, I'm Happy Holidays, Paul.
1: John, um, you outside. haven't
0: been like picking this up, did you? I
1: kind of, I kind of dropped off um, once they got back out into space and stuff, and then I've been thinking about picking it up when it comes out. But usually, I have like too much in my cart. Mm-hmm. that I'm like eh, I can cut that 299 maybe I'll pick it up next week when I have a short week this is a 499
2: issue woof uh, was well, an annual I'm not going to pick up secret origins this month because it's the secret origin of grayson which we already got and grayson's animal man in animal man which would be nice to get another travel foreman jeff Lemire, uh, animal man story but I don't you know that was the only one I was interested for 499 I'm like you know what there's not a third one in it there is a third one, but I wasn't. In- I forgot the character. That's how. And there's a it, there's un- a Grayson
1: annual it. coming out this month or this yeah. week too. Yeah.
2: So um, you know, I was just like, Meh. you know, four ninety nine. Uh, I'd rather spend it on th- that. would be money that I would spend on a holiday. DC presents holiday special, and I'm not getting one this year. So I'll give it to Red Hood and the Outlaws because it looks like the most Christmassy <laughs> on the shelf. You're gonna hate every minute of it.
1: More yep. than likely. <laughs> But you know what I'm going to love every minute of? What? Uh, That is going to be my pick this week, and that is Colder the Bad Seed, number three, written by (laughs) Paul Tobin and art by Juan Fiera, who just does an amazing job on this book. This is a horror fan's wish come true. I love horror movies, horror books. And this fills every creepy niche that I want. And his art is so perfect for this book. Um, I've talked about it when two came out, when one came out. Uh, I'm so psyched that I found this property because I love it.
0: Do you like this more than Witches, which we also just got number three of like last week?
1: Um, I do. I really do. Because... Well. You kind of you know what's going on, but you don't know how things are going to end up with colder.
0: <laughs> uh, complete sidebar conversation. I really didn't enjoy Witches Number Three. You did or didn't? Didn't. Uh, I didn't read but it here's yet. The, here's the thing: like it was all in the coloring because a lot of it's like blotchy and it looks like splatters.
1: Hmm. And it was just oh, distracting I'm for me. Uh, that's too bad. I haven't I haven't read it yet. It's it's in my list of things to do. Like um, I want to
0: go back and reread it.
1: Yeah, with um, not having that like being th- you yeah. know that you're going to be thrown off by the coloring.
0: Yeah, because it's one of those things. Like I just kept seeing it with every new panel and every page. Um, but then a- I also liked at the back end of it where like there's like the stuff from Scott Snyder because he's had something in the back of every issue. Yeah, and he's like, I don't know why you guys are reading this. This isn't the book that's meant to be like tearing up the charts going into like third and fourth printings. Like what's, what's wrong with you people? He wanted it to be like, his kind of like subversive, like under the book, under the radar. Yeah. he's like, I, I don't know why people are reading this, but I guess thank you.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. As I laugh all the way to the bank. Mm-hmm. Um, but segue for new beer, new beer. Uh, and this is a sneak attack coming up. I am a fan it's of... It's what Scott Snyder wanted witches to be. Yeah. Uh, I'm a fan of saisons. It's very hard to find saisons that I like. Huh. Uh, I enjoy this saison, sneak attack, uh, in saison, a can. in a can from uh, 21st Amendment. What? Uh, 6.2 um, alcohol in this. I find it an enjoyable saison. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twenty First
2: Amendment is slowly creeping up as one of my favorite breweries. It's getting out there. It's yeah. it's one of those breweries that now, if it's out and it's new and I haven't tried
1: it, I'm buying. Uh, I'm buying it. I I do the exact same thing. Uh, that's I saw this and I said, he okay, said okay, sneak Baltic
2: port. Uh, he said Baltic Porter, great. Uh, back and black.
1: Uh, the black yes. IPA, mm-hmm.
2: good. Uh, the higher hell watermelon. Solid. It's a nice... It's, tipping. it's, it's, a nice it's different. I like it beer. enough
1: to be like, yeah, you yeah. know what, I would it's, buy it again. It's a good summer beer. I'm not kicking down doors yeah. for it. But, but if I go somewhere and somebody's like, hey, you want a beer? I have this. I'd say, I'm okay. going to buy it next summer when it's out again. Uh, well, we no longer have white IPA from mm-hmm. uh, yeah Saranac.
2: Uh The Bitter American. I, the Bitter American was okay, but I didn't think it was that great. Well, yeah, it was okay. It was solid. I thought uh, it was solid. Monk's Blood. I thought I was a little depressed with I was a little let down by I shouldn't say, oh, uh, Fireside Chat I, I really enjoyed Uh We didn't get to have that because you bought it for the podcast and then you drank them all I shared them with friend of the show Ed no. Fair play, it's turnaround for a beer that he's brought on the show Yeah, but he's had lots of beer that we've Yeah, true shared with. But it was also when I was out disc golfing in One the can. early morning One can for John all i'm saying one can for john <laughs> out of a four can. pack so yeah that's it's plenty one can for john yeah and i went disc golfing with two other people so that's one john can wasn't for invited
1: john wasn't invited you don't it. play disc golf i've played disc golf. john john's never played disc golf i've played i've, played disc. I've played disc golf okay anyways
2: that is sporty <laughs> and not what our listeners tune in for so uh but what do they li- tune in for uh, oh. How about what beer Chris is drinking? Yeah, thanks, John, and screw you, Paul. I was going to go into more beer talk. Oh. Chris,
0: okay. what are you drinking? Way to try to save it. So he says. That's well, exactly uh, where I was going. A, this is actually a beer that Lexi brought to the table. So uh, what do we got?
3: This is from Arcadia Ales. We have a, um oak bourbon barrel-aged shipwreck porter is Ooh. what it's called.
0: This is a malt beverage that has been aged in oak bourbon barrels, and it's 12% ABV.
3: Yeah. Wow. It's it all. It and comes It It comes individually packaged in a 12-fluid ounce bottle at the price of $9. Well, they,
1: they did the same thing with uh, the barrel-aged serial killer. Like it was one bottle, and I think I paid about nine dollars for wow. that. Yeah,
3: yeah, and it was, uh, and it, it has like a special little Christmas wrapping in the top of it. Mm. And I asked the guy, "I'm like, should should I get this? Is it worth it?" He's like, "Yeah, give it a shot." <laughs> so-
0: <laughs> it's really good. I'd say this is like a small step below serial killer. Like, uh-huh. I, I split this bottle between the two of us. Ooh, and wow! I, I took a sip of it, and I'm immediately regretting a little it. bit extra that I gave Lexi because I tried to keep it even when I poured it out, mm-hmm. and then I realized like, I gave myself a lot more, uh, and I wish I had kept that for myself. You
3: well, I'm right here. You can have an extra set. i will probably, <laughs> probably
0: going to take you up on
2: that. It is
3: it is very good. It's it's, it's very
2: really good. So, Lexi, worth it? Oh,
3: yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's, there you go. I'm definitely more impressed by it than the other um, bourbon barrel that I got, and I felt that I would be by this one, so...
1: Arcadia, think? Arcadia.
0: Some this of those beers. ounce bottle was like the same price as that bomber sized bottle. Mm. So, you get what you pay for. But you, get,
1: you do. And uh, with Arcadia, some of the beers are misses, but some of them are such hits. Like Serial Killer, probably my <laughs> favorite barley wine. Serial
0: that... Killer is awesome. Jaw Jacker, the pumpkin ale you know, was really good too. Right?
1: And uh, and that barrel aged Serial Killer was awesome uh, too. The five D really good too. That was... Uh, oh, was it 5D or forty? Yeah, but that was a different brewery. Oh, I thought that was Arcadia.
0: No, that oh, was... Oh, that was Cunahan. Never Cunahan, mind. yeah. They both have, like, the same kind of look of their bottles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, yeah, this is really good. And what else is really good, Paul?
2: Uh, I would guess a dramatic reading. And now, the Bagman Boardcast presents a dramatic reading from Detective Comics 826, page 7.
3: I just happened to be out enjoying the holiday atmosphere when I saw you with those thugs on your tail. So I thought, hey, the kid's in trouble. Why not cut him a break? Something smells funny, putrid, food spoiling.
2: And that was a dramatic reading from Detective Comics. (laughs) (laughs) Issue... Eight twenty-six, panel seven, or page seven, panel two.
1: <laughs> I was so taken aback by Lexi's awesome Joker that I couldn't <laughs> even get through with the again. Uh, that is, okay. this is the first time that we've had. I hey. think somebody else read. Do we have Steve read? We had Steve read. Oh, yeah, Steve did one. All right, uh, Lexi, that was very good. I liked that you, you gave him a little gangster there, like kind of like I know. you See, well, I I'm, I'm the Joker. You. Like, yeah, like, I can't just do.
3: I'm like, what do I? What do I do? I need to like. Make him deranged sounding. Mm-hmm. And, and, but here's
0: here's the thing: like when everyone does the Joker, they want to give their own take on it. So I'm glad you didn't go like mm-hmm. what you've heard in Joker before.
1: Yeah, and, and Lexi, that that style of uh, voice work that you do is one of the reasons I said, "Hey, let's put Lexi into our Christmas special." <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Oh God. <laughs>
1: She puts the O he
0: in He had before, but he was like, hey, you know what? This kid's got moxie.
3: Uh, <laughs> bullshit a bullshitter, John.
1: <laughs> but Lexi, I am the one that said, let's write Lexi into it. it would be fun. <laughs> Full circle. Bring her into this Christmas special that we wrote. Oh. We well, did- I'm,
3: I'm happy to be a part of something. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wait, wait. No, this is this is str- from our life. This yeah. is, this this actually happened. And luckily John and I we had a field recorder along with us the whole time. <laughs> uh and it's strange oh, you, that wait, we, you guys actually caught all this? Yeah, we caught this on the field recorder. Uh I I'm assuming <laughs> that you guys recorded it on your your part on the cell phone and I've been did digi- uh, diligently editing it all together and i we hired a narrator to kind of give it kind of more flow because it's kind of weird you know when it's just kind of pieced together found footage you know i mm, do not like mm. those found, fit, found footage films i want to give it more because they're too cohesive. shaky the yeah. camera's too shaky yeah. and I, want, I, think, I up getting sick i want a more cohesive narrative so yeah we got to we got <laughs> I a, want a more cohesive narrative
1: so listen to what we wrote
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: so so uh we He's got setting a the table
2: drop <laughs> <laughs> always set the table. Oh, always. always, always set, set the, the table. table.
0: <coughs> all right. So, so now, are We you ready? So now the bag I'm just clearing my throat, okay. not because I have to talk anytime
1: soon. No, because you know. we're not going to be reading from scripts that we wrote. No, no. not at all. <laughs> Illusions.
2: <laughs> and now the Bagging Boardcast proudly present their fourth. Right? Fourth? <laughs> yes! <laughs> Don't even know. Is it?
0: Yes!
1: It's before. our fifth. Isn't it our fifth? It's our fifth? Our fifth. No. Chris? Fourth. He Man Board Games. Chris, it's our, know, fifth.
0: Fifth. our
2: fifth. It's our fifth.
1: It's our fifth okay. one. Okay. All our right, f- we've had four. Yeah, you're right. Fuck. Our fifth. <laughs> <Do> we've <laughs> a long time. Do we have a title for this? No. It's, no. it's called The Fifth. It's just called the fifth. No, it's just called the fifth the, one. The, yeah. the I, I
0: think the multi Christmas verse life equation
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> special.
2: The Magna S proudly present our fifth holiday special, the multiverse Christmas life equation.
1: That's a sucky title. That yeah, it is. We'll, uh. Sorry, we'll I, figure we'll sorry. figure that we'll figure that out in post. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'll be the title, guys. (laughs) We'll figure it out in post. (laughs) (laughs) Fifth annual Bagden Boy Christmas special. We'll figure it out in post.
2: (laughs) The town is lit with the merriment of the holidays. Though there is another unnatural light coming from a crack. A crack that formed in space, time,
1: and Christmas from which Two shadowy figures emerge. Will you stop standing so close to me, Hitler? I need all this space I can get, and you keep stopping short, Skeletor.
0: The snowball I curse has finally come to full fruition, and it is a matter of time for us meet us in front of us. We must find it quick.
1: Well, your breath still smells like merman's armpit. And remember, Hitler, it was my magic that opened the tower wide enough for us to travel through it. <sighs> Got in here? There it is, my snowball.
0: Now, to destroy those three on Christmas. <laughs>
1: meanwhile in uh,
0: michigan
3: hey chris what time are john and paul expecting us and what what time are you three doing your christmas podcast
0: well lexi in about eight hours and with this clear snow we shouldn't have any trouble getting to buffalo in time
3: is that all you're packing
0: well two six packs comics toothbrush deodorant change of socks yep i'm all set
3: a change of socks.
0: Yeah, I mean, you don't want to develop trench foot.
3: Well, whatever that is. If you're all packed, can you help me take my bags down to the car? Oh my god! How many comic books do you have in this bag? It feels like Charles Soule's complete works. Does Charles Soule write that many monthly comics? Well, I mean, in the past year he was writing Thunderpults,
0: Inhuman. Death of Wolverine, Red Lanterns, Green Lantern, Swamp Thing, Letter 44, 27. With their packing finished, our
2: heroes Chris and Lexi are on the road. But not too long into their journey, they notice something very strange.
0: Action comics, Superman Wonder Woman, and, well, Paul really enjoyed She-Hulk.
3: Wait! Is it snowing?
0: Yeah. There's something very ominous about the snow. I mean, the forecast has nothing but clear skies from here to Buffalo.
3: Should I use my phone and ask Siri what's going on? Siri, is there a way around this storm?
2: I'm sorry. You can call me, Anne. What? I'm here to warn you that this is not ordinary snow it is a cursed snow meanwhile in buffalo paul and john are putting the finishing touches on decorations while waiting for their friends to arrive and that is the last of the silver balls that's some mighty fine trim tree trimming paul thanks johnno my wife wanted me to ask uh Would you mind
1: helping us play, uh, Hide the Pickle? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, Okay. (laughs) It's a pickle ornament? Yeah, you hide it on the Christmas. (laughs) I'm sorry.
2: I mean, Christmas tree. And Keaton and I try to find it. Uh, true story, listeners. True story. Yeah, that happens.
1: Uh, what was that? Hold on, I'm getting a text from Chris. Hmm, Snow Vortex, Suri, and Frank, stuck in the snow. Paul! It sounds like Chris and Lexi aren't going to make it.
2: What, did Lexi and Chris stop to buy Trapper Keepers from, like, the 90s? We're gonna have to go save them! What? Lisa Frank. You know, growing up, all the girls had, in elementary school, had those crazy neon dolphin unicorn panda bear... Folders with that were just crazy and stuff. What the f- Lisa Frank? What the fuck are you talking about, Paul? Lisa Frank, Trapper Keepers, the nineties. Didn't you hear me, Chris? Is stuck. I listened to you. You mentioned Lisa Frank and Frank's and Snow. Frank and Paul. Who the hell is Ann Frank?
1: Ugh! Why are we friends with
3: Paul?
2: Did he get another text? No. So. What's that about saving Chris? In the lair of our villainous duo, Skeletor and Hitler rejoice.
3: <coughs> we have done it We've dropped the leggy one in our means.
1: And next we'll use the snowball to prolong Christmas in Eternia
0: Oh,
1: You make me
0: so fear you bond rain. Their goal is to stop us, the back-and-board boys, from making us into idiots in their Christmas special.
1: But Christmas is the happiest I've ever been. I know, I know, and I
2: do enjoy the bargaining. In the car with Chris and Lexi, they reach their destination. Their unexpected evil destination.
3: Sorry, I mean, I'm sorry. Anne, where are we?
2: According to the GPS, you are in Asinippi, Massachusetts. For improved location services,
0: please turn on Wi-Fi. Oof, Lex, we're in trouble.
3: What is it?
0: Evil is afoot.
3: What do you mean?
0: Not now. I, I need to call John and Paul.
3: Bring,
2: bring. Hey, what's up, Chris?
0: Uh, not much.
2: I mean, evil's afoot. Are you sure evil's not a hand?
0: God damn it. Paul, can you just put John on the phone? Hey, John. Phone's for you. John? Yeah? Evil's afoot.
1: Oh, shit! Not again!
0: What do you mean? I had to play hide the pickle with Kate and Paul. Was it that bad? Paul's, you know, kind of a handsome man.
1: Well, no, but I had to do this whole hot and cold thing till they actually found the pickle. I have no clue
0: what you're talking about, but evil is
1: afoot. Oh, shit! Yeah, shit. Guess where I am. In a car. Paul, Chris asked where he was. I said he was in a car.
2: What's your guess? Did he guess he's in a car already? I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. Paul
1: guessed Tahiti because it's a magical place. Hey, I think he might be watching S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, it's good, Paul. But no, you bone brains. That's a nippy. That's a nippy. Evil Evil's a hand. Fund. Don't worry, Chris. We're on our way. Grab your coat, doughboy. boy. We gotta roll. <laughs> that was so hurtful, Paul. Don't you need to leave a note
2: for your wife? No, <laughs> John. We are only going to be gone as long as the remainder of this Christmas special. Let's go! Hey. Plush seats. And heated? Promotional consideration, brought to you by Ford Motor Company. Ford, go further, like a rock. Yep, they're pretty nice, and plenty of room to put your seat all the
1: way back. My butt's in love, I'm gonna push it all the way to the back. Hey, Watch the seat, doughboy. What? What 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 the the hell? hell? Captain Picard? What are you, some kind of bone brain? I'm Grant Morrison, the creator of the multiverses, breaker of all laws of physics, meta or otherwise, doer of all drugs. Yeah, that's all well and good, but, uh... Why are you in my car? I'm here, boys, because you once made me the ghost of Christmas present, so presently, I had to warn you that evil is afoot. Yeah, we know. We were warned by Chris, who was warned by Lisa Frank. Lisa Frank? I love her work. It's trippy as balls. I once saw an owl rest on a unicorn's (laughs) moonbeam. Oh shit, I totally had that folder. What? (laughs) Nothing? Fucking amateurs. Creating stacks and stacks of Christmas specials on Christmas specials. Creating so much narrative weight that they started cracking and collapsing upon themselves. Threatening to destroy all of the multi-Christmas viruses that fucking includes real fucking Christmas. So our Christmas specials are now threatening my Christmas. The world, John. Everyone. I mean all Christmases. Hey, Morrison, can you move your leg? I want to move the seat just back a little bit. Ah, plush. You need to stop the evil you've brought into Christmas. Which evil? The greatest evil of all. Old Man Winters? Felcher and Snail Trail? Oh, brother. You... You both are a bit daft, aren't ya? I mean fucking Hetzler. (laughs) Man, he is really bad. The worst! You boys need to get to Asinipi right quick. But not the Assinippy you're heading to. You need to travel through the multi-Christmas verse. Tilt... Where'd you get that? You can get it at any gas station. Eh, we like it. Pull over, boys. You won't be able to drive where you're going. Pop that tilt, slam it, and travel through this shortcut through my air. <laughs> Meanwhile, back in
2: Nippi, Chris and Lexi arrive at a local landmark.
3: Wait, where are we?
0: Wait a second. The Glasscock Museum of Unnatural History? Oh man. We must have created a multi Christmas verse that's collapsing in upon itself.
3: Well, I mean, I guess that makes perfect sense, but I mean, why are we here?
0: Well, to stop it, we're gonna have to go into the museum.
3: Is that where evil is afoot?
0: Well, nothing good happens at that museum.
3: Oh! Welcome to the glasscock museum of
2: unnatural history
0: made possible by hey orco
3: uh they got you working here now yep the old curator couldn't be here so here i am isn't he from he-man oh over here you
2: can see the sky spy and over there once held the curse
3: snowball hey watch out for that net
0: and great. We've been captured by a net.
3: Where did this net come from? From us, you bone brains. And there is only one bone brain here. And <laughs> it is you, Skeletor. That's
1: that Fro.
2: After what could only be described as a drug-filled trippy sequence, our dim-witted heroes John and Paul arrive in acidity. <laughs> oh, man. That was a trippy sequence. There it is. Glasscock Museum of Unnatural History. John, I'll bet you anything we'll find Hitler in that janitor's closet. John?
1: John. John! Dude! Bar! Over here. I'm gonna grab a pills. John! Chris? Paul. Beer? John, we have to save Chris. Paul, we have to drink... Fear. <sighs> Very true I cannot
2: argue with your logic It doesn't look good For Chris and Lexi Who have been overwhelmed By our villainous tag team of Hitler and Skeletor
0: Yeah I'm kind of underwhelmed I mean if anything I'm pretty over it I mean seriously guys Uh Hits, You got some schmookas on your face here what? Yeah? Here? No, no. Not your cheek. L- lower, yeah. Right right beneath your nose, yeah. He's no schmuckus. He's my mustache.
1: Yeah, look at it. It does look like schmuckus. You look awful, Hitler. It's a Christmas special. November is over. Shave that shit. No, no, no.
0: My, my mustache
1: is cool. Is Charlie Chopin, my friend. He has one
3: just like it.
1: How can you be such <laughs> no, a... No, Relax, rum- no, no. <laughs> let's,
3: let's just go. These guys are dumb. How have this stupid net draped over me?
0: I mean, it's just a net. I mean, you can pick it up and go. Back at the bar?
3: Uh, you
0: ever see Seeking Justice? Ugh yeah i I mean not my best work but how about this
1: yeah you poured that beer real nice not too foamy so uh nick cage uh you get pulled into this multi christmas verse collapsing shit too
0: no i mean i just work here i'm i'm researching for a role but i'm a pro watch me pour this beer Ta-da!
3: hey what are you two doing here
1: we came to save you! Chris, grizzly, it's Nick Cage. Ta-da! What? Hey! Where did you two go?
0: You are not allowed to leave. Oh! Hello, Nick Cage. Oh, hey there, Hitler.
1: Hey How's huh. <laughs> your trench foot doing? I told you, you have to change your socks, Hitler! I don't know about that. I've been wearing these red socks since I became Grant Morrison. They allow me to travel through all the worlds I've created. Or have I been created in? Actually, I'm not sure if I'm wearing these socks or if they're wearing me. Well, thank you, Grant
2: Morrison, for taking me along to see my old friend, Nick Cage. It is I, Dandy Dio, and I want to thank Grant. And what I think Grant is trying to say is, well... Okay, I don't know what he's trying to say, but you boys gotta editorialize and shrink down this multiverse
1: Christmas thing you guys got going before it all implodes. It's simple. They have to create a mind bug to transform into the multiverse-eating butterfly or introduce a multiverse vampire. I mean, he could drink the stories that's only weakness a Superman singing or... Doesn't need to be that complicated, Grant I mean,
2: uh You could just have him, uh, punch a wall Preferably, uh, Superboy Or have, uh, I don't know The Flash, you know Travel through time, change time Or have a strange box open Ah, I almost played Superman Nick, you didn't though So, pour me a bourbon Because everybody here is driving me nuts
1: Well, I was in Drive Angry Nick, do your best work Pour me a beer. Hey. Ooh, is...
0: Is that the bourbon barrel aged beetle Imperial Stout? Why don't
1: you pour me one of those, Nick? They got bourbon ba- bourbon aged beers here? Oh, Paul, 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 Paul. John, John. They got Backwoods Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Backwoods Bastard it is. Oh, Two. My favorite beer. You can't go wrong with Backwoods Bastard. It is delicious. Uh... I,
0: Chris, we just had one at the uh, brewery last week, and man, it's what is, so good.
2: What is this considered? It's a bourbon age what? It's a wee heavy ale, the
1: backwards bastard. I so like a Scotch ale.
2: A Scotch ale, a, a wee heavy. I like the Claymore from Great Divide quite a bit too, but it's not. It, it sounds like we're getting
0: aged. into a beer review.
2: It does, doesn't it? I hope
0: everyone else is okay with this happening.
2: Like, you mean like Skeletor
1: and Hitler back there? They, He's, yeah, they're just
0: hanging out back
1: there. I don't mind. I ordered one of these sneaker track saisons. Hey, Hitler, sneaker track? Ooh. He, he sounds like Normandy. But
0: I will order the Dubovice.
2: Did he mean Edelweiss because of the sound of music? No, no, no. He's Dubovice. Oh, okay. What? Well, I thought that would be one of Boat. his favorite songs. But
0: he's double white ale. You oh. should like his white flour. <laughs>
2: hey, careful, uh, Hitler!
0: No, no, no! But I wish to hear more about beers. So, Chris, you grabbed a stout. Yeah, um, I didn't buy this actually. This is on tap here at at the bar, poured by Nick H. Oh, yeah. And this is the Abita board. Imperial South, the Bourbon Street. This is their ale aged uh, 100% in bourbon barrels. And it's not great, but it's 10 bucks for a bomber. And Lex, you actually picked this up.
3: hmm Thoughts? Nick Cage is an amazing bartender.
1: <laughs> oh, I hate you, you. You can pour that beer barely pour, in your phone. your Consideration Academy. <laughs>
0: But it's it's not a bad beer. Um, if you take this into account that it's ten bucks for a bomber versus something like a uh, Anderson Valley, not as good, but still still drinkable. Not bad, but not the best.
1: You know what I'm thinking, Chris? What are you thinking, John? I'm seeing that shot of bourbon in front of Paul. Mm-hmm. Let's throw that bourbon into the bourbon aged beer, Nick. Give me a shot of bourbon. Ooh,
0: yeah. I'm going to have one of those, too.
2: This is the Buffalo Trace, though. This is a nice bourbon. This is a good bourbon. Look at this. Mm. mm. Villa, up front. Like, kind of a bit of burn, though, so I can kind of understand you wanted to cut it a little bit, maybe with the beer, but um, I'm ready to rock and roll it anytime you want. All
0: right. All right, we're going to take that New Holland... Uh beer barrel bourbon I can't talk beer barrel bourbon that's really hard to say um this is a bourbon that's been aged in oak beer barrels
1: it sounds like you have too much flesh around your mouth hey can it's bone brain
0: oh. I got the right amount of flesh around my mouth but it it's super smooth not too heavy not a lot of burn on it you can't go wrong Lex
3: Guys, did you remember that Hitler and Skeletor are hot on your trail? Guess that makes me the designated driver.
1: Wait a second, boys. A bourbon shot inside a bourbon-aged bear? You realize that that could unravel the drink itself and with it everything around us? You might have discovered the multi-Christmas-verse-life equation. This drink will create a positive pulse of multiverse protons? <laughs> Nine. You must not drink it! Shut up, Hitler! I'm gonna wax your face with my fist to save Christmas! Oh, you and your son, but inevitable treachery! Well, you two shut up! We just wanna have a drink! Itchy, 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 boys! Itchy, itchy, itchy! <laughs> itchy, itchy, itchy!
2: And as the boys drink, Skeletor <laughs> sees something miraculous. I see it. It's Christmas in Eternia. Ah. As the boys set down their pint glasses, they realize they are no longer in a bar. But where they were supposed to be,
1: at Paul's house, celebrating Christmas. That was pretty delicious. Bourbon that inside a bourbon-aged beer.
0: I put a little bit less bourbon in my uh, bourbon barrel beer this time. Enjoying it a little bit more.
1: Hmm. Uh yeah, you definitely get that. I I really get a shot of that alcohol from the bourbon right on the back of my like tonsils. But man, just smooth sailing on that tongue palate. Yep, rich on with- that tongue palate. <laughs> wow. uh, just dancing with vanilla. And I got to you- take this slow. And you cannot go wrong. Yeah, Paul, Paul back, didn't say it about his
3: pickle. We're I'm getting not. to it.
2: I gotta take this slow because you know I still gotta find a pickle on that Christmas tree Lex what did you think about uh putting the bourbon shot right in your bourbon beer
3: I liked it and like I agree with Chris it was better this time because we only added a little bit of bourbon rather than a lot of bourbon because we weren't we didn't drink the uh the beer that we tried it with initially before we put the bourbon in it and it wasn't strong enough to contain
0: Yeah, it's definitely a <laughs> lighter much. beer.
3: Yeah. The other one, if we would if we would have to- more to- of that and we You're would have tried over. it, I think it would have cold. been beautiful. It would have finger. been a beautiful thing. But
0: warmer. And we'd also be drunk. By
3: yeah, yeah. But that one the one that we got that was mm-hmm. the the Bell's it, one. It... Or no, the New Holland yeah, one. New Holland. Arcadia, nope. sorry. Warmer. So hey. off, so off. Warmer. Was twelve percent, so we would have not made it.
1: <laughs>
3: warmer. Hey. Hey, guys! I found the pickle!
1: Hey! Yay. Merry and, Christmas, guys! And God bless us, hey, everyone. Oh, uh, Miguel,
0: hey, Miguel! You made it through! Hey, you did it! How'd you find your way here, Miguel? You're leaving the tree. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: and there you have it. The fifth angel... Bagnaborecast holiday special. Done annually. As you can tell. Because uh, our exploits there. uh, Apparently, our second holiday special got wiped out from the collapsing of the multi Christmas verse. That's what happened.
0: True story, listeners. True story. That was a real thing. Mm -hmm. We tried to write it. It was going to be Pee Wee's Playhouse. No, no.
2: It happened. We wrote it. It happened. It just fell into the sinkhole that was the multi Christmas verse collapse. It no longer happened. Keep getting beer. So we no longer know it, that it did happen.
1: <laughs> this is true. Mm-hmm.
2: Just like all the other origin stories that have been rewritten in time from DC comics. Yeah.
1: I wrote the ta da bit for Nick Cage. And every time you say it, Chris, it makes me laugh when he pours that beer. And then he goes, ta
3: da! <laughs> <laughs> this,
1: <laughs> this episode was written in
0: four, four hours. <laughs> hours. New record. New Magnum Broadcast record. That's really good. our last one. Like took three sittings at Paul's kitchen table. Yep.
2: Yeah, and the one before that, six days, mm-hmm. six meetings for like two hours a piece so twelve hours. Let's say
1: no. Mm-hmm.
3: And I'll, also, Chris, I think anyone's going to get this, but all I could think of when I heard "ass and nippyos," "ass and nippy," "ass and nippy," "ass <laughs> and <As-nippy. laughs>
0: Essen Nippy, Massachusetts is a real place. It, I don't know uh-huh. that, well, So if I don't Glasscock. To all
3: understand that. But they
0: don't, but S Nippy is a real place because Is that a I fight Google, song for a like a
2: college it's, nearby it's actually, it's,
3: it's actually a really, really terrible song from the nineties that uh, is literally called Ass and Titties. I know but Ass and Nippy just falls so perfectly into that.
1: I know this song because you sang it to me in the car, Lexi. I did. <laughs> yep. Oh my it god. Happened. I did. I think that was uh, Ed's wedding.
3: Yeah, coming back from Ed's wedding. <laughs> I feel like we sang more than just that in the car.
1: <laughs> there was multiple songs.
3: <laughs> it was so much fun.
0: And hopefully oh. you had fun with our annual holiday uh, special. And if you want to know all those jokes and references, make sure you check out our holiday uh, spectacular, which is... Our previous four Christmas specials, all in one easy-to-download-and-listen-to episode.
2: Yeah, you can find that episode on Bagnaboard.com or go to Bagnaboardcast.com. It'll redirect you to the exact same website where you can can download uh, all of our previous episodes that we still have and not have
1: lost. And if you enjoy the show and you enjoy ordering things from Amazon, click through the little link that we have because that is going to help us continue to do this show. If you don't, we're not going to be able to do this show, everybody. If if you don't, you're not allowed to listen anymore.
3: (laughs) So many lies, they tell.
0: (laughs) But make sure you rate and review us. That's not a lie. Paul, do we have any (laughs) new
2: ratings and reviews? Uh, I am checking right now, but you know what helps uh, more so than rating your reviews? Uh, When you go home for Christmas, just uh, go on to your parents' computer all of their computers in the house. <laughs> and just
3: Don't go, ask lo- permission. Don't just ask do permission.
2: It. Just log into iTunes and just subscribe. Just subscribe to them.
1: Uh, to our episode. I think we should show. rate and review while they're doing yeah, that yeah, as well. They definitely should. But uh, just, Ma and Pa can't say two thumbs up for this podcast.
0: <laughs> it Ma and is super. Pa can't say this show is stronger than our son Clark.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Very well played, sir. But
0: well, while you're doing that, make sure you like us over on uh, the Facebook. Follow us over <clears> on, Twitter. <throat> on Twitter. We're Bagging Board. And you can also follow us at the brand new uh, Instagram page that we have. We're just at Bagging Board. We always put up the show notes picture, which will direct you over to the com website.
1: So Where can- then you can order
0: through Amazon. Mm-hmm. Which you can order through Amazon and then look at what we're reading for the list, what our main topic is. And they can also see whatever we were reading for the dramatic
1: panel as well. Yeah, we're really getting our shit together. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Five years.
1: We probably should have it together. We should. We should stop writing these stupid Christmas specials and get our shit together, right?
2: (laughs) Well, I think Grant Morrison told us we had to stop because otherwise the narrative weight would uh, collapse all Christmases. No, no. We totally reset that so we can totally start
1: afresh. We can start new. We
0: saved saved Christmas so we can keep going.
1: (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah. And I think next year we have to bring that salmon cat. <laughs> you gotta bring that we gotta bring that to fruition. That got that got canceled. And Kat.
0: Sam
2: and Cat Sam, Kat. Sam and
0: Kat got cancelled.
1: And we gotta bring uh Jean's Wrangler into it. <laughs> but,
0: we, but we gotta get we gotta get friend of the show Steve in for
1: that. Yeah, yeah. That can only happen with
2: friend of the show Steve. We need to her for oh, more earbuds.
0: But thank you so much, Alexi,
2: for being one, uh fan of the podcast. Two, for being a friend of the show. And three for being on our holiday special, not in any particular order. Yeah, and
3: I'm a triple threat, Paul. Thank you for accepting this award.
1: <laughs> we we love you so much, Lexi, that we wrote you into this because there was no way to do it without you.
3: <laughs> I was already gonna be here, and I drink free beer, so I <laughs> mean,
1: but... it's not free. You bought it.
3: <laughs> Actually, I bought this beer. I bought this beer, bought bought this
1: beer with take- money that I took from Chris's wallet. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh,
1: wait, are you
2: wait, the girl no, in True no, Lies? No,
3: Chris
1: never has though, cash though. Very, in his wallet.
3: I did that. I got to be a part of it this year. You guys are awesome.
1: <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs>
3: And, <laughs> and, and
1: scene. Home. We we home don't have to pay Lexi to...
0: We're awesome, so he cut
1: it. We're <laughs> yeah.
3: awesome,
1: Yeah, yeah. We're awesome, yes. That's
2: every rating review that should be on iTunes right now. <laughs> Do it, she listeners. I tried
0: the right one, but it wouldn't go through. <laughs> what?